Hello, I am Renee from Renee Claire Health. And if you want any further information about this amazing podcast that you're about to hear, you're about to learn about courage, confidence, and certainty, please jump over to either my Facebook page, Renee Claire Health Coaching, or ReneeClaireHealth.com. Come over, say hi. I would love to meet each and every single one of you. If you have any questions, come and ask me. I'm human, just like you. So much love for you all. Speak to you soon. Hello and welcome back to Renee Claire's podcast on courage, confidence and certainty. I am so excited to be here with each and every single one of you today. This is a level up. So this is episode three of the podcast and we've been a little bit MIA lately because I've actually got this amazing man who is currently sitting next to me drinking a cup of tea while we're doing a podcast. You can hear him slurping in the background. <laughs> I wouldn't say slurping. It's more like sipping gently. <laughs> okay. This is my amazing husband, Dan. Uh, and we've actually just moved houses. And we've most recently moved into our dream house. After, you know, this time 12 months ago, I was unemployed, right? I left, yeah. my, left my job. It's crazy what can happen in 12 months. Yeah, we were broke. We were in debt. Oh, my gosh. Like, things are just – we didn't really know what was going on. And – We've been able to create a six-figure business. I retired Dan four months into having this business. So he stopped working for somebody else because it didn't make sense to us anymore. And we were able to live this really incredible life. And I brought him on because I really wanted to talk about the certainty that we bring into our family unit and what we do on a daily basis that helps create the certainty and what better person to come in and speak than my amazing husband. I'm the yin to Renee's yang. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So cool. So, um, look, well, I really wanted to ask Dan some questions, first of all. So I have some questions that I will be asking people who are about to come on and do interviews on this podcast as well. And the first thing, I haven't actually pre-warned him, by the way, either. The first thing I want to ask Dan is, Dan, if you could be any superhero, who would it be? I don't know why, but the first thing my brain goes to is Batman. Oh, why Batman? No, Batman was a good guy though. And I like how he had two sort of lives. He was Batman, then he was Bruce Wayne. And, uh, you know, he was a badass and he did his thing and he took down the bad guys and sort of uh, was... Changed the world? Yeah, maybe I identify with Batman because he didn't really get recognition as Bruce Wayne for being Batman. Oh, I like that. Okay, so like the underdog. Not so much the underdog, but sort of like uh, as in he didn't get the recognition by people around. Like Batman wasn't really recognised and then people also didn't like Batman and all this stuff, but he still fought for the good. Oh, wow, really, really cool. Okay. And where, where do you want to be in 10 years' time, Dan? I don't know. I don't know because it keeps changing. Oh, okay. Mm. Why does it keep changing? Because we keep leveling up. That's cool. Mm. Okay. Awesome. So um, I really like the superhero question because it is, it's really insightful. One of the questions I hear a lot on podcasts too, which I think is really powerful. If you could have dinner with anybody alive or dead, who would it be? Who would you take to a dinner party? Who would you want to sit down and question and, and have that time with? Who would it be alive or dead? 
So many people come to mind. Alive or dead? Um, you know what? I think Gary V would be a very interesting person to sit down and have dinner with. Um, but then I also think at the same time, there wouldn't be anything that you could ask him that he wouldn't have already said or put out in his content. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah, okay. So what would be the difference between sitting down at dinner with somebody or actually going and watching what they've actually put out? I guess the difference would be tailoring some really good quality questions and knowing what you wanted to ask that person and get that information out of them. Awesome. Amazing. So cool. All right. So we have leveled up massively even in the last six months, but definitely the last 12 and the last two to three years. Um, for myself, some of you will or may not know my story, uh, I've come from having suicidal ideations daily, using pharmaceutical medication, drinking wine regularly, um, to really numb that pain of not being enough and not being good enough. And how I've overcome that is actually by hiring my very first coach, which was 18 months ago that I did that, having a breakthrough experience with her and then going on to other personal development events like Tony Robbins' Date with Destiny, uh, moving on to learning myself the NLP tools and techniques that I do and becoming a master in that. Now, my amazing husband's actually gone and done all of the same stuff. We've actually done it together. And it's been so incredible to have both of us on the journey because it makes such a difference, doesn't it, Dan? Yeah. Yeah, to be able to jump in together and then to understand what one another's going through is uh, is really cool. And I think we, like I said earlier, we're the yin and the yang to one another. So we sort of balance each other out. Mm, yeah. And what he means by that is, you know, when one of us is kind of a bit light, the other one might be a little bit more darker, not necessarily darker in a bad way. We're just going through our own different stuff and we can kind of pull each other on a lot of stuff, um, a lot of things. And we can, we can poke and prod in a loving way. Uh, and we can also chill out in a really powerful way too and be like, Hey, we know differently. Like what's the point of being stressed? For example, it's really cool. Um, now, Dan actually started this journey before I did, which was pretty cool. So he went and did his NLP training um, before I'd even actually even done the breakthrough type experience. I had been to UPW, Tony Robbins, Unleash the Power Within, and really opened my eyes at that event to how I was living and what was holding me back from really living the life that I wanted and that I desired that I, you know, I really wanted... Uh, I remember being at UPW, um, Unleashed Power Within in Sydney 2018. And just on a side note here, I remember wanting and craving an intimate relationship with my husband, really wanting to enjoy our sex life, really wanting to enjoy his company and embrace. And I loved him. I knew deep down, like, I loved him. But my goodness, like, I couldn't understand the love that people had for their partners, like, on that really deep, intimate level because I had never really gone through it myself. And that was something that I really wanted to achieve. And then a family balance dynamic within our kids. We've got two beautiful girls, Lila and Ruby, who are seven and four. And having that having that grounded family unit, because what I, what I witnessed was that Dan had come from this really grounding family uh, unit. And mum was a little bit more, you may call, you know, potentially dysfunctional. Um, but I loved it. It was a bit of a gypsy life. I think it was pretty cool. And it served me because I wouldn't be here without that, right? 
And Satine was always so kind of chilled out and playful. Like he'd stop and look at the trees and I'd be like, come on, let's go, let's go. We've got it. We've got stuff to do. Come on, what are you doing? You're dilly-dabbling, yeah? I was just, I was constantly emasculating him because I wasn't happy within myself. And he ended up kind of getting used to it in a way as well and didn't almost push for any more either because it was just like, oh, this was just our life. And, you know, we both battled our own kind of addictions, didn't we? throughout it mm. and like with that Renee when Renee would do those sorts of things and I, I would sit there and sort of take it because my mission was to keep the family together keep us moving forward and I guess looking back we were in a constant state of like survival I remember having a, um, a bank account where I could overdraw my day-to-day funds by $100, and every week, every single I think it was 500 I think it was five. She was 500 My memory is pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> it was 500 Okay, yeah, sorry, it was $500, sorry. I thought it was only $100. Um, but, yeah, and, like, I used to live in that overdraft. Like, every single week I would get it down to negative $500. And it didn't cost me a lot of extra money, but it was just like the level of thinking. And because that facility was there and because the the so-called the cookies were on the table, uh, we would always end up dipping into that money. So when the, you know, seven $800 come in every week from my full-time work at the time, uh, we're only two or $300 positive and literally had to dip in that negative. So, yeah, it was an interesting time easy to see how people get stuck in a mindset of not having enough, uh, feeling very limited, like they can't ever move forward. And that was how I felt at the time. It was like just this is this is it. I mean, I don't know. And money is just an example there too, isn't it? Mm. Like because money is energy and we are very much now aware of that. Um, and so that example of the money is such a example, exactly that, because that could be the same with health. You could be getting your health right down to pretty much nothing and just, you know, only just kind of getting by with your health or your relationship. So for me with Dan and I relate our relationship, um, that was a massive energetic like pull and twist and we were, you know, we were always kind of searching for more. Mm. We were always searching for more yet we really struggled to get that more, didn't we, in every yeah. area? Yeah. Like we wanted, we wanted things to be better between us. And um, it just it wasn't happening naturally. And so through our own personal development and our self-learning, we actually found ways to understand one another better and communicate with one another better. So I'll give you a quick example. Renee used to be like really, really in your face. <laughs> in <a name. laughs> Thanks, babe. Yeah, it, like and in a negative way and it's like she'd say things to push you away she'd say things to trigger you and I used to feel, feel like that was an attack always there's no way you could have convinced me um, at the time that it was anything but an attack but going back and looking at it now and knowing and having those conversations with Renee throughout our relationship I realized that it wasn't actually that. She was actually wanting me to connect with her. It was, but it, which presented literally 
guys out there listening, uh, as the exact opposite thing. It made no logical sense. It still doesn't make logical sense, right? But that was the actual deeper message, not the surface level meaning of what was going on. Totally. And you know what's funny is that even as you're saying that, Dan, I all I wanted was to be seen and heard and loved by Dan, yet all I was doing was pushing him away because that was his interpretation of my communication because on the conscious, on the outside level, the conscious level, that is pretty much what I was doing. But unconsciously I was screaming out for love. And the biggest part of this is that I was screaming out for love from myself because I didn't know how to love myself. Now, how could I allow Dan to fully love me if I didn't know how to love myself? That's a key. Like that is a golden nugget. If you are really listening to this and you really want to improve your life, learning to love yourself is key This is where certainty comes in. If you manage your own emotions and there's no need to manage anybody else's emotions because who wants to manage anyone's emotions? No one, right? Not what we want to do as humans. But if you look after yourself and you can love yourself no matter what's going on externally, life changes. Life changes. And Dan and I now have this beautiful crazy loving understanding of our communication now don't get me wrong we argue we will still argue oh yeah we will still bicker in fact people people don't know how to react sometimes when we do bicker because i'm like wait what's Mm. that dan's like no what's that um but it's really powerful to recognize dan i'm a bit more gray oh we were talking about something about cleaning the old house the other day or something when we were moving out and i sort of was going hey do this but do this, go to the left, go to the right, go up, go down. So there's like four different arrows going around. Dan's like, what do you want me to do? Tell me. And I re- remember, like, this is really powerful for us in our relationship. He's black and white and I can be a bit more gray. He likes mm-hmm. to know, is it black or is it white? What is it? Tell him, not even tell him, suggest to him without ordering him, without barking him. It's even like hanging the washing out. I'm like, hey, babe. Could you do me a massive favor? Could you go hang that washing out for me? I'd really appreciate it. And it's all in the tone. It's all in the language. It's all in how I approach it. Whereas before I'd be like, you never help me with the washing. I'm the one doing everything in the house. I would be like, oh, victim, victim, victim. But it's it's a um, it's a real balancing act, mm. right? Yeah. See, like, like, like even, even this podcast, right, we're already about 14 minutes in. And even my brain is like Renee has kind of led it and taken it into to so many different subjects where I'm like, why don't we just talk about one thing? But that's literally <laughs> what I'm thinking, right? But I know Renee and that just does not go down like that. Um, but I've also seen the power of just owning who you are, not trying to be somebody else but just finding a way like Renee and I have to step into who, who you are and express yourself in your way. Now, I'm a more introverted person I'm that's just naturally who I am I I was an only child right um but it's not just because of that it's just that was my nature and I had uh um close friends but never a a large group of friends whereas look at Renee and like I said the yin to the yang she's the opposite she has always had sort of more connections she's the person that will say something first and initiate a conversation so it comes back to one of those things old sayings as well where it's like opposites attract mm. it makes sense right because then it has balance if you have not that it's always the case but if you have two people that are exactly the same 
Where's the balance? Yeah, it might be a bit of a boring sort of relationship. It doesn't mean you can't like similar things, but you, everybody has different traits and, and finding the balance in that, I think, is, is really key to having a, um, like a grounded relationship. It's so powerful, yeah. And that's that's what you just mentioned there was groundedness. Like, you know, Dan and I have gone from, and you know, hey, yeah, I'm going to totally share our intimate details here. We've gone, <laughs> Dan's rolling his eyes right Here we go. Here we go. We go. We've gone from not really being overly intimate sometimes, it would be once a month. Um, Ruby, ha- Ruby was conceived literally with a hole in one. Like, no joke, we had sex once that month. Right? Mm. So, you know, we know that his, his shooters are pretty potent and they work. Um. <laughs> there you go, Ruby. Future you is listening to this, then you're going to be having a, either a good old laugh or like burying your head in embarrassment. <laughs> um, but we weren't actually intimate very often. And through the work we've done ourselves in the last four weeks, have we had intimate relations more times than you could probably count? Yeah. Yeah. What changed? You changed. Mm. Mm. I went and did some work on myself. I went in and learned how to pleasure myself, what I desire, what I pleasure, what I want from life. And through doing that, our intimate relationship, even our relationship in general, like our connections changed, right? Again, it's up level because the more and more you work on yourself in a personal development sense, the more and more you will grow and learn and evolve. There is so much power in this. Like I cannot emphasize this more. So when we bring this back to certainty, you are the only one that can make yourself feel certain. Not even make yourself, allow yourself to feel certain. It's all in you. Where are you choosing your focus to go? Dan and the girls, for me, are the, my highest priority. They're why I do everything I do. So everything comes back to them. If our relationship's out, how often is our life out? Oh, everything's out, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's um, like like coming back to that, you know, being being grounded with your your family. Well, first of all, yourself, your partner, and your relationship, and then you know your family. If you don't have it from, it's like a tree, right, with roots in the ground. Um, it's it's never going to be stable up the top, and then everything else branches out from that. In my model of the world, that's how I see things. Couldn't see how many things could be more important than your own family and, and looking after them and sharing experiences with those people. So if you get that sort of stuff right and, you know, in the classic. And right for you. Yeah. Not yeah. right for what's right for us. Yeah. It's not a right or wrong. It's mm. a right for you. Yeah. What feels aligned for you. I know when I'm out of alignment is when our family's out of alignment. Yeah, if everything's um, so-called going to shit, then, then nothing else feels good as well. It's like it's like if you have an argument with somebody before you leave work and you leave that, that conversation feeling shitty and that often carries through to the rest of the day, right? Uh, you're like, it's playing out in your head. Even if you're not consciously thinking of it the whole time, it's like, oh, what's, what's it going to be like when I get home? You know, was I on the wrong? Was I on the, uh, was I on the right? Which is often where people go. Um, 
you know, I've always said it takes two to tango. So, I mean, I think our egos get caught up in this world and, and everybody seeks to be to be right, um, and, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with, I think, being right. But at the same time, it, it causes massive conflict with people because they are so attached, they're so associated with their perspective, with their side of the story. And you look at any conflict in the world, right, and where there's, there's two sides, and you'll see that both sides are deeply involved in their narrative. They can only see things from their side. But when you look at people that are you know, peaceful and, you know, connect with one another and whatnot, you notice that the ego is sort of loosened and they uh, can relate to one another without needing to be make themselves right or the other person wrong. And that's, you know, with all the crazy stuff that's going on in the world right now, I think that's a really important message is that you don't have to be right and the other person doesn't need to be wrong. Everybody shares their own differences of opinions mm. and learning to accept that rather than trying to, to hold on tightly to that, that feeling of I'm right, you're wrong. Because um, if you're making yourself right, by default, that does make somebody else wrong usually if you have a two-sided thing uh, like I said I'm black and white that's how I see things right so like all that and just okay cool what would happen to your life if you didn't need to be right about everything how would that make you feel freedom mm. that's what came to mind for me yeah oh free liberating how cool would that be all right well I'm going to thank this incredible husband of mine for jumping on today because I think that was really, really valuable. We'd love to know your thoughts. If you have any questions, jump over to our Facebook page, Renee Claire Health, um, Renee Claire on Facebook or ReneeClaireHealth.com. Jump over, say hi. There's actually a whole lot of free meditations at the moment on uh, Renee Claire Health's website. So if you want any of our tools and techniques, jump on over get yourself those they are phenomenal we used a lot of those to change our own life so uh you are welcome i hope everyone's enjoyed today dan thank you so much for jumping on and joining me i think we will have to make this a regular thing thank you for having me oh, all right uh, remember everybody be bold be courageous and most importantly be you speak soon superstars Thank you so much for tuning in. It was such a pleasure to have you with me today. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Let me know if you have any questions. I am here for you. I am here to help, inspire, motivate through all of my teachings. So please get in touch. I love hearing from you. So much love. Remember to be bold, be courageous, and most importantly, be you superstars. See you next time.